to Light Warrior Radio, where our intention is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's prosperity, radiant health, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, best-selling author of Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And for my free Light Warrior Empowerment Package, just go to lightwarriorsupport.com and please join us on Facebook as well. Check out Light Warrior Network and to get some support and loving energies uh, from that group, everyone is so amazing. We recently actually just did um, some more weather magic. Um, one person needed uh, good weather for a family member's wedding. We've done that several times, and uh, she was able to successfully have a beautiful, beautiful wedding and weather. And also, um, recently there was a hurricane uh, over Hawaii, so the whole group healing uh, feels like we did uh, some amazing work there. Diana Lamage, thank you so much, uh, fed back to us that um, she felt very blessed and that this uh, hurricane made kind of a V turn <laughs> away from her uh, in Hawaii, and that was really cool. So good work, Light Warriors. Now, today's show is my monthly um, healing and uh, where we do some mini readings and mini healings. I usually start with a topic and do a group healing and then we can go to the phones and to the chat to answer your questions, whether it be a general question about, you know, being a sensitive soul or, you know, any sort of uh, pain or issue that you have in your body or uh, in relationships, money, that kind of thing. Uh, or it could be to do a mini scan or reading of you. Um, so the number to call in and you can put your hand up is... 818-514-1190, hit 1. Again, if your um, hand is up, uh, just hit 1 um, so I know that uh, you would like to be unmuted later. So again, the number to call in is 818-514-1190 and just hit 1 if you have a question to ask me. Yeah, and then I've also opened up the chat so you can certainly post your questions there as well if you're online and not on the phone for the live part of the show. So today topic is going to be about clarifying um, the difference between empath, being an empath, and being empathic, which is, again, different from being empathetic. <laughs> so all these words are very similar, have similar roots, of course. Um, and I'm going to give you my version or understanding of what the differences is, at, at least the way that I use them in my you know, practice, um, you know, as a, as a spiritual medicine expert, um, helping sensitive souls, um, you know, figure out their soul's mission and uh, discovering, you know, what imbalances there are and healing them on their own. I'm really passionate about that. So many folks are, they already know that they're sensitive souls, right? So if you're listening to this show, it might be that you're a sensitive soul. Maybe I've already done a soul reading on you, and you already know that you are an earth angel, or maybe you're a star seed, which is basically you know, a star person in a human body now. Uh, maybe you're an indigo, uh, or an indigo spectrum soul, so you have a more advanced, you know, kind of... Um, um, more modern, I guess, DNA, and and uh, that's your soul type. And then you maybe you're uh, another type of sense of soul, like called an empath. And uh, all of the other types can be an empath too. So it's not like you're an empath and you're not the other kind of souls, because you could be an earth angel empath, you can be an indigo earth path, you can be a starseed empath, or you could just be, you know, so-called plain old empath <laughs> without those other designations. So. 
We're also going to cover uh, the six types of healthy boundaries, too, at least the ones that uh, that I help people with. And uh, many of you probably have heard of the importance of having healthy boundaries, especially in relationships, right? Um, but that is becoming a little bit more challenging lately, and I'll share with you why. So as we, you know, go on um, and uh, evolve as as people, as a consciousness, uh, we I, I call them actually ascension upgrades. So what that means is there's a shift in the energy of the planet, but not just the planet, really the the universe and even the multiverse. So there's a shift in energy of increasing frequency. Some people call it increasing your vibe, getting quote-unquote lighter, um, in other words, closer to source. And um, when that happens, there are some changes in all of our different kinds of bodies. Now, I kind of simplify the different kinds of bodies into kind of six major categories. There's your physical body, which you're all probably very aware of. There's your mental body, your emotional body. Again, you're probably aware of those energetic body. Some of you are not as aware that you have an energetic um, body, uh, but there is one. And then there's the spiritual body and then what I call the dimensional body. And so these six bodies, um, actually when we ascend, when the increased vibration occurs for all of us, they undergo some changes. Sometimes those changes are uncomfortable and sometimes you know, you don't really notice them. For people that are sensitive souls, they tend to notice when this happens. Sometimes they can have difficulty um, grounding these new, even though they're positive energies, sometimes they have difficulty integrating and grounding them into various different parts of their body, physical body, or other types of bodies. And it really is um, because those of us that are sensitive souls are actually super fast healers, meaning that um, even if you have a high degree of responsibility, you seem to heal slowly compared to the average person, what you don't see underneath all of that um, is the energetics and the spiritual energies going on. So even if your physical body seems like, oh my gosh, it's taking so long for my physical body to get it, um, on the, in the unseen world, the spiritual, energetic, dimensional, you know, all those other parts are actually clearing and healing very, very quickly for us sensitive souls. So I'm going to give you an example in real life. I'm not saying that this is, you know, written in stone or just, this is just my ob- personal observation. Uh, and um, and you have to just check in with you to see whether or not this is true for you or people around you in your life. So my observation is that the light warrior sensitive souls that I work with, you know, that have been consciously working on their spiritual development, consciously working on their healing, whether it be, you know, really being conscious of their diet or, or you know, planetary health or being eco-conscious, um, you know, reading spiritual books, watching spiritual movies, um, you know, understanding that uh, there are, you know, efforts to kind of dumb down the population. They try to stay above that as much as they can, working on their emotions. You know, those are the what we call conscious people. So sometimes when we're sensitive souls and we're, you know, conscious people, uh, sometimes when we um, don't feel well, uh, it can feel really overwhelming because, you know, the vibration of the earth changes, we feel it, we become, get this, 
more sensitive. <laughs> Yay! You're like, I'm already a sensitive soul and I'm getting more sensitive. The good news is that everyone is getting more sensitive. It's just part of the elevation and vibration. It's like that empathy is increasing in all of us. So those that are already sensitive souls, guess what? Your empathy or your empathetic, um, let's say, talents also get amplified. So guess what? You can feel more. But that's true of everyone else. And here's the thing. When you've been working on yourself, yes, you may be uncomfortable. When you feel more, you maybe have temporary glitches where you know, maybe your minerals aren't working and you have some pain, uh, or maybe you feel suddenly very emotional or depressed, like when mass consciousness is releasing or detoxing because you're so sensitive. Maybe you can feel your neighbor that's 300, you know, meters away from you is having a bad day. You know, whatever that is, um, that discomfort is not anywhere as, um, let's say, harmful Others are actually going through who are not doing this consciousness work. Yes, we may have pain. Yes, we may be inconvenienced. Yes, we may have these emotional ups and downs. And it, it on the outside, looks pretty, quote, unquote, bad, especially to other people who, like, roll their eyes and go, oh, boy, there you go again. You know, you can't sleep and all these symptoms, you know. But actually, we're a lot healthier as a group than the so-called non-sensitives, although everyone's becoming more sensitive. So um, so what I'm talking about is the ones that traditionally have not been sensitive, have not been working on the their consciousness. So what happens to them in my observation is that it may not look on the outside that they are ill. Uh, they may not have any of those symptoms that we have uh, as sensitive souls. But when that vibration rises, and it hits their various different bodies, okay, the stress to the system is so great for some of them that they literally, some of them leave the earth. In other words, they die uh, because they cannot tolerate that shift. The shift is so great. It's so stressful. They have so much gunk, uh, as my friend Jenny No talks about gunk, um, you know, backed up in their systems, like their emotions haven't been dealt with, you know, all this stuff is being repressed. And guess what? With the higher ascension energies, these things can no longer be repressed. So what's uncomfortable for us may be deadly or extremely debilitating to somebody else. We're talking, you know, landing in the hospital, um, you know, IV stuck all over the place. I mean, it could be really, really serious. So not to say that light warriors can't have serious illness as well if they're conscious souls. Sometimes that is their role um, to deal with it and to create new positive morphic fields around dealing with chronic illness to help other people be able to, you know, understand it, love it, you know, be at peace with it, that kind of thing. But uh, like I said, generally my observation has been that sometimes the extreme serious illness or emergent illnesses, that kind of thing, um, uh, you know, it can be really sudden for those not already, you know, kind of on the path. So, like I said, that's just a generalization. That is just my observation in the last couple of years. Um, so, first of all, we have to just appreciate that everyone has their own path and who are we to say that it should or shouldn't be a certain way. Uh, but what I can tell you is that um, empathy, increasing empathy, is the order of the day. 
So when people start to feel other people's stuff, um, if you're doing it energetically, generally it's pretty safe, although sometimes uncomfortable. Uh, but I have had some folks literally, we had, oh gosh, about a year ago, um, where people were not just empathizing. They were taking the almost the physical imbalances on of, you know, their alternate selves or other people. And that was actually quite dangerous. I had one person actually suffer a heart attack. Um, and another person actually had, I think, a collapsed lung. Um, and unfortunately, that other person uh, didn't come back to, um, I think, money-wise or whatever. But anyway, so, but the, um, luckily, the person with the heart attack uh, was able to quickly uh, do whatever was necessary to heal it, and then we disconnected their empathy from that other alternate self that was having the physical issue. And uh, it's almost like she never had the heart attack in the first place. So that was pretty darn cool. So what's the difference between uh, being empathic and an empath? Well, an empath, at least in my definition, an empath is someone who not only feels other people's stuff, and you know, and they tend to feel more of the negative stuff. Um, it's just the way humanity was wired on this so-called survival instinct. But um, they not only feel other people's stuff; they actually process other people's stuff. Okay, think about that for a second. They're processing their stuff. So, for example, if you're an empath and you you know go to the store. Uh, which you probably don't like doing very much with a lot of people, you pass by some guy in the aisle, okay? You don't know the person, right? But that person has like a ghost or something attached to him because he's an alcoholic or whatever, right? So guess what? You as an empath sometimes will automatically start healing that person's stuff whether you consciously decided to or not. Now, empaths, according to what you know, my conversations with Source, were necessary to help the survival of humanity in this universe, you know, help the survival of Mother Earth. Because the more empaths there were, um, the more likely we were going to able to, you know, keep the energies more loving and things like that. I, you know, can't even explain it. But uh, a couple of years ago, it came uh, suddenly that uh, some of us empaths, and I was one, no longer needed to actually do that duty where we automatically start healing other people's stuff. That Mother Earth was more or less saved uh, from utter destruction, <laughs> to be dramatic. Um, and so many of us were decommissioned and or could ask to be decommissioned from their empath selves. Now, that doesn't mean that those sensitivities, those empathic qualities, the ability to read things, the ability to intuit energies is gone. It, it just means that you don't automatically process other people's stuff without you wanting to do that. Now, there's an exception to that, and that we call proxying. Proxying is when you are specifically healing a specific thing, oftentimes based on what your soul mission is to do. Like, for example, I proxy for Mother Earth multiple times uh, because that was my role. Other times we proxy uh, and heal other people's stuff, not because we're empaths, but because of ascension. And ascension makes us more sensitive. Then we 
kind of function in a way as an empath, but it's not like everyone around us. It's just specific people or things or places or planets or something that we um, auto, what we call auto proxy. So we automatically proxy for these other things. And sometimes it's more often than others. Like lately, the last couple of weeks, it's been often. (laughs) So a lot of sensitive souls have been auto-proxying for various different things. I know for me, um, I think I was proxying for, what was it the other day, uh, multiversal wormholes and black holes (laughs) and cosmic grids and all this kind of stuff just so I would have the alert to go ahead and heal those things or ask for them to be healed. And then I was no longer proxying anymore. But most of you are not going to have that complex you know, uh, a, a task um, to be able to, ha- you know, have to figure that stuff out. So, again, the difference between uh, being empathic and an empath is that the empath's role is to automatically heal uh, other people without them consciously, you know, asking to do that. They just do that. And some of you still need to be your empath because you need to learn how to use that gift and harness and hone that superpower. And and empathy or being empathic is pretty much all of us. Yeah, and some of us have greater training or skills in that um, and others uh, not so much. So um, it doesn't mean you can't feel other people's stuff automatically. You will, potentially, and that's where the boundaries come in. But you're not automatically processing their stuff. So that's the difference between being empathetic or empathic and uh, empathy. Now, empathetic, just so you know, that word uh, is more of a emotional, you know, you're empathizing with someone's, you know, emotion, you're empathetic. So that means you consciously know they're they're going through a hard time and you can feel, you know, what it is they're going through and you feel bad for them or you just feel for them, not feel bad for them, but feel for them. Um, so that is um, a lesser form, so to speak, of uh, being empathic. So being empathic, you're not just looking at the emotional component, like empathetic, the word empathetic, but you're really feeling into all parts of another. And uh, the empathy part, the empathic part, is part of your intuition. So you don't want to wish that away. I don't think you can anyway, but because we're just getting more empathic. Um, but you want to be able to hone it and harness it, right? So that's some of the stuff that, for example, in the um, September event is coming up in less than two weeks, uh, Supercharger Healing Powers. Uh, we're going to be taking advantage of your natural ability for empathy uh, to be able to tap into and re- do readings, um, which is really super fun and very, very useful life skill. So I'm super excited about that. Okay, so let's talk about the six different types of healthy boundaries. So we, for each of the six bodies that I've named before, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic, dimensional, um, you can have uh, a healthy boundary for each of these things. And keeping these boundaries healthy is um, kind of a task because as we ascend, we literally like expand. And when we expand, these boundaries sometimes get a little thin and then we have to restore them to the new you know, the new expansion. Sort of like if you, you know, build a house and you have a fence around the house to keep, I don't know, coyotes away from your dog or something like that. When you build the house and you build an addition of the house, uh, maybe you need to, you know, expand the fence a little bit, uh, you know, so it's not all squished in, you know. So 
if you can imagine you having an ever-expanding property, that's kind of like that. So the boundaries need to be reset, restored, renewed. And so don't be surprised if you're like, wow, I had really healthy boundaries and all of a sudden it's not healthy anymore, you know, or my emotional boundaries aren't healthy anymore. I'm feeling other people's emotional stuff. Don't be upset about that. Just realize that's part of the ascension process. It's not a big deal. So what? You know, just as long as you know that it's a healthy boundary that has, you know, gone down temporarily, then you can resurrect it. Uh, knowledge is power, and that's where Topogan healing comes in really handy because you can do divine muscle testing and just check how healthy are uh, each of your six types of healthy boundaries. So we're, I'm going to do a reading right now for everyone that's listening on the call right now and on the replay. So we're going to ask Source. We're going to connect to Source, and we're just going to ask um, – what percentage of people have at least one boundary that is not 100% intact and healthy? So I'm going to start with uh, more than 50%. I'm getting a no response. So I'm doing divine muscle testing now. More than 40, 30, 20, 10, 11, 10. So about 10% of folks have at least one boundary that is not unhealthy, So sorry, that is not healthy. So uh, how many different types of boundaries is that 10%? One, two, three. Okay, three different types. Let's see what it is. Mental, emotional, yeah. Emotional is probably the most common. Uh, energetic, yes, that's the second most common. <laughs> um, spiritual, dimensional, dimensional boundaries. Okay, so dimensional boundaries is interesting because this is like hmm, having healthy boundaries to other dimensions and things or beings from other dimensions. That's kind of simplifying it. There's probably a better way for me to explain it, but um, when I think of dimensions, uh, I do think of extraterrestrials, but it's not just that. Um, so you, there are dimensional energies that maybe not for your highest and greatest good, and those are things that you would, quote, unquote, have need a boundary for. And, um, and, and I guess I'm not sure if the fence is a the really great analogy, but it's more like, hey, you're here on Earth, and even though we are all one, we are individuated into individual people with individual bodies. We do have a boundary. We have a physical boundary. You know, if you're a light being starseed, you never had one. <laughs> when you were a light being, you didn't need one. You know, you couldn't be, quote, unquote, harmed. You couldn't be hurt. You know, you didn't have a body to feel hurt, so to speak. So when you're suddenly now in a human body, yeah, that can be really isolating, but it can be really kind of painful and, and difficult and challenging. So I will often ask for, you know, my clients or students, um, you know, if they're having issues with uh, feeling too much, is just check how healthy are these boundaries. And one of the other things you can ask is, um, you know, for yourself, you do divine muscle testing, you can ask how many of my boundaries are not 100% intact and healthy right now. And then you count back from, you know, six, six, five, four, three, two, one. You get that number. And sometimes all you need to do is just command or direct for them to be restored. Um, ask your guide team or your spirit team to go ahead and restore them for me. Of course, if you have a spirit team that is 100% truth, love, and light, they can do that very easily. And sometimes you just need to know more about something before these boundaries will restore. And that's where my Topican healing guides come in, or you can use a body code, emotion code, um, Anahata codes, you know, all that kind of stuff to see if there's something else you need in order to know consciously in order for that boundary to restore itself. And if you don't need to know, you can just direct it to be re restored. Yeah, so ascension happens, a boundary goes down, no big deal. 
you go ahead and resurrect it in the new it's like a, a new evolved boundary. So for those of you that are sensitive, sometimes you get really, you know, frustrated that oh my boundaries, uh, you know, it's uh, down again, you know. Eh, it's sort of like it's sort of like the same as complaining that your teeth get dirty, you know, <laughs> and you have to brush them again. It's like, yeah, so what? You know, they get dirty, you got to brush them again. You know, life happens. So think, same thing here. Life happens, and you don't have to be upset that you have to restore your boundaries again because that is just part of living and growing. So hopefully that part is helpful for you. Um, so we're going to do a group healing, and in the meantime, I'm going to have you go ahead and write questions in the chat. Um, if you're on the chat and on the phone, please let me know what uh, your area code is. So uh, in case um, we have source uh, checking in who to unmute first uh, in whatever sequence that is for the highest and greatest good, then I know that I can unmute you instead of just reading your question. Okay, so let me just see. Um, let's do a boundary healing. Okay, so what we're going to do is going to do boundary healing. So for you, unless you're driving, you know, just uh, get into kind of a comfortable place with your body. And uh, then we're going to go ahead and uh, do the Topican Healing Directive. You can do it out loud for yourself or... You can just follow along with what I'm doing. So I'm going to have uh, everything that I say be reflected to everyone that's listening to the call now or in the future. All right, so I now command that all of our boundaries, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic, dimensional, and the others that we don't know about yet, that would be for the highest and greatest good to know, be completely restored, renewed, rejuvenated, evolved, in the highest and best way, to 100% radiant health, balance, with ease and grace. Let's reflect this in all timelines where we exist. In the highest and best way. Thank you. Okay, so let's just check in here. Uh, so what percentage of people have at least one unhealthy boundary? 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Two percent. Okay. So um, for those two percent of people, do we need to know what's? They have to know something before all the boundaries will be intact. Yes. Okay. Are any of those two people currently live on this call? Are those two percent of people live on this call? Okay. I'm getting no. Okay. So those uh, those two percent of folks that are listening in on the replay, that might be you. <laughs> so you may want to check if you do some divine muscle testing just how ha healthy and happy your boundaries are. We want 100% in all of them. Okay, so is it true that everyone that's on the call right now has healthy boundaries, all six of them? Yes, in all timelines where they exist. Yes, okay, great. Fantastic. Okay, and... Um, for those of you that have joined me on the 21-day stillness through observing internal movement, it's the Being While Doing Challenge. Uh, this is a great time to, while we go field questions from folks on the call, to go ahead and just feel inside your body and feel the movement of energy, chi, vibration, whatever you want to call it, in your body while we're doing this. So you might as well do a healing on yourself while we do this. So. And for those that don't know what I'm talking about, you can actually check out. I've got some free directions on my website on STOEM. Just uh, put it, uh, go to the blog and just put in the search STOIM, 
and uh, you'll fi- see that article with the instructions. Okay, so if you are calling in, would like a mini reading or a mini healing specifically to you, the call in number is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand's up. And then, of course, if you're in a chat, you can write your questions in the chat and just let me know what your area code number is as well. Uh, yeah, so some p- folks are already doing that. That is fantastic. All right. Okay. So let's, uh, okay, Mel's got a question here. So happy to hear your beautiful voice again, Dr. Karen. Thank you. Um, Melinda, yes, hello. Uh, how healthy are your boundaries? Okay, let's just check what you were before the, before the show. Uh, how many of your boundaries before the show were not 100%? Zero. Hmm, very good. So all your boundaries are completely healthy prior to the show and, and right now? Yes. Every single one that should be healthy is healthy, 100%. Yes. Wow, fantastic. Well, good for you. That is awesome. Um, Lois asked a quick question about proxying for the star constellations. Is that part of my purpose? Are you proxying for the star constellations? No. Were you? Uh, No. Um, Were you proxying for something else cosmic this past week? Your energetic body? No. Okay. Is part of your purpose related to healing the cosmos yes okay so you do have that part of your purpose purpose of healing parts of the cosmos does that include the star constellations uh yes okay well fantastic so you're not proxying per se um you might be proxying for something else but um you're not proxying for the star constellations but that is part of your purpose to heal that uh i just want to check something is your higher self a seraphim by any chance no okay sometimes they have that purpose as well. Uh, did you used to be a seraphim in another timeline? A seraphim angel? No. Okay. I'm just checking a theory just to see uh, if, if everyone that has to do, you know, star cosmic things are a seraphim, a high order angel, but I'm getting no. <laughs> Not. Okay. So let's see here. Uh, let's go to the phones. All right. So source, give me um, who to unmute first. Top half, bottom half, bottom half. Let's start at the bottom. So if you are calling in, 818-514-1190, just hit one so we know your hand's up. All right, thank you. So this one, this one, this one. Aha, I think who is this? Is this Lois? This might be Lois. Lois, is that you? <laughs> Hi, Dr. Karen. Yes. Hello. I, <laughs> Hello. I, yep, I called in to, to unmute you know. first. No. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Did you have any other question around that? Um, no. So if um, so, if I am doing that for the cosmos, do I basically just um, you do that in my intention when I am using the charts and stuff? Then, or is there yeah, something else? That's a great question. Let's see. We want to know if we're allowed to know. Are we allowed to know? Yes. For Lois, uh, what is her purpose related to the stars or cosmos? Is it just stars or constellations or multiple different parts of the what we would call cosmos that she is responsible for helping heal? Yes. Okay. Is that for your high school? It's good to have that assignment. Yes. So, Lois, did you already do your um, soul mission matrix or did we do it previously? Like what... what um, mm-hmm. What uh, I, your soul mission is, a doing or being mission and all that? Well, I don't know if we did it. Um, the session that I had 
was one thing, and then then we changed. You changed some things for me, um, and I don't know if we did anything after that. Okay, yeah. Sometimes our soul missions change uh, after we have completed ones before, which is very interesting to me because I always thought your soul okay. mission was for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, mine has changed. Maybe, I don't know, it's it just kind of, uh, it just fascinates me um, how that could be. But uh, mine has changed, so it's possible if you've done whatever you have supposedly finished doing uh, that uh, you get to something else. So I'm just going to pull up our soul um, mission matrix, which is part of Guide 2, by the way, if people are interested to know. Um, guide to the Topican Healing Guides. So I'm getting that you have a doing. Oops, sorry. Where are we? Sorry, Guide Three. Guide Three. Oops, I opened Guide Two by accident. Let me see if I can go back to that one. Um, yep. I was like, ooh, I was going to be super efficient here, but no. There we go. <laughs> okay. So right now, show me Lois's mission. Is it a being or doing mission? Doing mission. How many on the doing uh, do you have? One, two, one. Top half, bottom half. Okay. So is your doing mission facilitating, communicating, learning, awakening, transmuting? Transmuting. So you're doing transmutation of energies? Yes. Related to the cosmos? Yes. Okay. Um, have you always had this soul mission? No. When did you start having this particular soul mission? Was it more than a year ago, less than a year ago, less than a year ago, more than a month ago, two, three, four? So about three months ago, you switched missions. Uh, is that because you were done with the other mission? Yes. Or is it because you had a soul merger and then the new soul coming in has a new mission? Nope. Okay, that's not it. So, yeah, so transmuting negative energies to positive energies? Yes. Okay. Uh, other Other types of transmutations? No. So any negative energies you're transmuting? And so are you doing that through any of your proxying or bodies? No. Are you doing that through conscious healing? Yes. Okay, so you're right, uh, Lois, Lois, about that, is that um, whatever healing that you do do, you can consciously send, whether that be, you know, simply Ascension 1 and 2, or if you're testing there's certain parts of the cosmos that need help, uh, then you can, you know, however other tools that you know how to do, send healing to that part of the, uh, consciously, to that part of the cosmos. And that's, I guess, part of your purpose in this lifetime. That's kind of exciting. Okay. Well, thank you. It um, it answers some questions for me. I must have felt I was done with the, I learned the background and now I'm working at a different level or whatever. So, great. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So we'll have to you'll have to have a new title. <laughs> like <laughs> cosmic transmuter or something well actually something probably more sexy than that, but <laughs> something you know, yeah. Maybe be okay. like a tagline. <laughs> but I but I, I don't think I have to learn anything new. I just have to consciously uh focus on healing the cosmos versus myself. Because I think well, I'm I think taking it's both probably, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I do so. think I take it on to heal it, um, whether I take it on completely physically or if it's just in my auric field. Um, I think you can or one feel of it. My I energy think that's, bodies. that's one of your your empathic skills. Like some people are more empathic about certain energies than others. 
So, and you and I are similar that way, is that I tend to be empathic of big things. <laughs> you know, so okay. I'm less empathic. I mean, meaning that if my sensors are out there, the senses, it's sort of like I have a radar for stuff going on in the cosmos that's out of balance, and so do you, where somebody else might have a radar more for, like, human beings in their vicinity, you know, like family members or something. You know? Okay, that um, would make sense to me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'm glad that's helpful. Thank you. Thanks, Lois. You're welcome. Okay. So let's again. Let me ask Thorsten and see. Next spot. No, top half. Okay. Top half. Okay. Let's start from the top. This one. This one. This one. This one. Okay. So area code four two five. Hello. Good morning. It's Kim. <laughs> Hi, Kim. Hi. <laughs> so, what's your question for today? I, well, you know, I'm going to let you pick one because as we were on the phone, something else came up and it might be helpful for other people. I was going to ask you um, why my microbiome has been kind of funky lately and I haven't been able to get it back, but I was wondering if maybe you could test, I it keeps coming into my consciousness that um, devices and electronics and things like that are needing to be cleared. Mm. So maybe that's okay. why we're supposed to have I'm not sure. So let's check. Yeah, let's see what that's about. So let's see. Are these mutually exclusive issues to heal? No. Are they connected somehow, the microbiome and the electronics? Mm, I'm getting a yes. Uh, is it a cosmic issue? Nope. Is it an ascension issue? Yes. Is it related to things healing or things uh, being interfered with? Mm, getting a healing. Things healing, everything healing? No. Okay. Um, hmm. So it's related to healing then. Yes, both these issues. Yes. Okay. So is it related to quality of energy or type of energy? Energy itself? Nope. Frequency, vibration? Nope. Hmm. Um, wiring. Anatomy. Okay, I'm getting anatomy. What kind of anatomy? Like energetic anatomy? Yes. Uh, anything else? No. Okay, so energetic anatomy. So let's check uh, for your microbiome. So the energetic, does your microbiome or parts of your microbiome have what we would call an energetic body or an energetic version of them? Yes, all of them? Uh, yes, okay. And uh, how happy is the least happy microbiome species energetic body? 50, 40, 30, 1, 2, 32%. Okay, so and how many species have an energy body that's not 100% happy? One, two, just one. Okay, so only one species of your microbiome. I keep getting uh, that, and I get like 31%. So that's really interesting. Yeah, they're stubborn. <laughs> I can't, I can't make them better. I keep going. <laughs> well, it's it usually when that happens, it just means we need more information. Yeah, it just means we need okay. to discover something. Um, and uh, it's not to say that you know, that microbiome is the fall guy for <laughs> things that we don't know yet. But no, 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 I know. I'm trying to <laughs> <Sometimes>, help them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a good intention. So, all right. So, but uh, this issue with the energetic um, body extends past the microbiome issue, and that's affecting the electronics somehow. Uh, yes. Okay. So, are we talking about the energetic? I don't know, patterns or bodies of uh, living things, un, un, so-called not living things. Yes. Everything, yes. In the universe, uh, yes. Okay. So it's like the morphic field or the energetic morphic field 
uh, of every single component of every single cell, of every single being and not being, that's the energy body we're working on? I'm getting a yes. Okay, so, so what's happening with ascension then? So when ascension happens, the energy bodies of everything is ideally what? Um, evolving, stretching, recalibrating. Okay, I'm getting a yes on recalibrating. So the energetic body of this microbiome species needs to somehow be recalibrated. Yes, to hold more energy, to vibrate at a higher uh, speed rate. Uh, yes, more light. Uh, yes. Okay, so the energy body needs to be recalibrated to uh, be able to be compatible with a higher degree of light. Yes, okay. <laughs> Okay, love light wow. energy. Oh, wow. What about electronics? I'm not really thinking of the electronics needing to be more light, um, but do the electronics energy body, so to speak, have to be um, also recalibrated? Yes. Uh, to be able to hold more light, love or truth? No. Okay. So recalibrated because of of its relationship to like sentient beings? Uh, yes. So is that what we used to call the buffer? Yes. Okay, so we have to upgrade the buffer uh, to prevent the electronics from not working based on the increasing shifting of the energetic field of the beings around the electronics. Uh, yes, I'm getting a yes for that. Okay, I'm just doing a double check here. Okay, um, so can you give me an example of an electronic piece of equipment that might have been problematic this week for you? Or My iPad. Okay, so let's check just your iPad. Will sit, it won't respond to me sometimes. It'll just sit there, <laughs> and I'll okay. touch it and touch it. <laughs> okay, Mr. iPad or Mrs. iPad. Let's see what's going on. Uh, all right, so... Um, so is iPad uh, prior to this, you know, today um, was having difficulty responding to Kim. Was that due to this issue that we're talking about today? Yes, about the recalibration needed. Yes. So what needs to recalibrate for them? Just the energetic field of all components, or what I used to call the buffer? Yes. Okay. So this is a uh, amorphic field around or through the electronic equipment that buffers um, people that, especially those high vibrational folks that tend to fry their computers, um, it's like too much energy for them to handle. So let's see, yeah. what is your current buffer prior to today uh, for your iPad specifically? Like um, 10 times what's usually needed, 20, 40, 80, 1,000, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, uh, 11, no, it's about 10,000 times what is necessary Yes. Okay. And that is not enough? Yes. Why is it not enough? Is that because of the speed of uh, how fast you're growing or, nope. Okay. Amplitude? Mm -mm. Speed, frequency, um, shifting, changing, depth. Um, so it's not speed. Um, expansiveness? Mm mm. Thought. Okay, so something to do with thoughts. So when thoughts occur, that can make it slow down. <laughs> Getting a yes. Okay. Thoughts. Wow. Okay, so it's not just your ambient energy field or your general vibration. Then it is the 
the frequency of thought. Okay, so the buffer needs to be recalibrated to be able to handle the thoughts or the photons of thoughts, yes, that you are thinking, uh, yes. Does it depend on what you're thinking or the frequency of what you're thinking? Okay, the frequency of what you're thinking. Uh, okay, and uh, could it handle it previously? Yes, but now that you are at higher vibration, is this more difficult for it to handle your thoughts? I'm getting a yes. Okay, so yeah, so the buffer in the past has just been kind of a buffer to generally buffer, um, you know, the, the equipment from our energetic bodies, the, the speed or the rate that it's vibrating as we ascend. But at, uh, in your case, I think for many other people's cases, um, our thoughts uh, will al also cause a little bit of a glitch um, so we can just recalibrate the, the buffer. So do we just make a more stronger buffer? No. Okay, so we're supposed to recalibrate it to be able to handle human and non-human thoughts? Yes. Uh, varying degrees of all types of humans and all types of non-humans. Yes. Okay. So do we need to know more? Nope. Okay. So let's do that. So everyone can do this oh. for, and so I want everyone to do this too. We're going to do this for your microbiome first. So we'll go ahead and uh, we'll actually ask the God team to do this since we know your God team's happy to do that. So we'll have them go ahead and recalibrate the energy field of the species of microbiome or whichever one is not happy uh, to that level. And um, let us know when that's done. Okay, I'm getting a yes. Okay. So how happy is the energetic body of that species? It was 30-something percent happy, 50, 80, 90, 100, less than 100. Okay, what are you getting, Kim, for your microbiome at this point? 58, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, um, so at this point, they're about 98% happy, I think, something like that. Yes, I got 97, so yeah. 97. And I got 31 yep. and you got 32, so that sounds right. Yeah, so pretty close. Okay, good. So we're making them happy. So everyone else, and then Kim, you can do this live on the call too, we're going to go ahead and, and do the uh, the recalibration for the electronics. So I now command. I now command. That the energy field of all electronics. The energy fields of all the electronics be recalibrated and upgraded. Be recalibrated and upgraded to fully be able to tolerate. To fully be able to tolerate all frequencies of thought. All frequencies of thought, human or non-human. Human or non-human. Non in the highest and best way. Thank you. In the highest and best way. Thank you. Okay. So, everyone, you can go ahead and do that. And just, just picture all of your le electronics and uh, just ask your guide team to go ahead and do that for all of our electronics, all of our wires and routers and cell phones and computers and everything. And we can go ahead and just extend that to everything that's connected to what we have. So, that could be the power station. That could be, you know, the cell towers. I mean, everything. So, let's go ahead and blanket the earth with that. Let's see. Is there anything else we need to do? Okay, I'm getting a no. Yeah, so you're just going to have to let us know in our Light Warrior Support Group uh, whether or not that's been helpful. Absolutely. Thank you very much. My pleasure. That was fun and exciting. Thank you, Kim. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Always, Dr. Karen, always. Yeah, always exciting. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing you in less than two weeks. I know. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm super Even excited Callie's too. excited. She's licking me as I say that, so she can tell how Aww. excited I am. <laughs> <laughs> what a cute pet. All right, let me go ahead and mute you, and let's just check in. Um, let's see. So let me just check here. Uh, Lorena asks, uh, extreme fatigue, have anything to do with boundaries? What's causing my fatigue? Yeah, so let's check your boundaries first, Lorena. Um, how many health, unhealthy boundaries or not optimally healthy boundaries did you have prior to the call? Zero. Okay. Uh, how about um, a specific boundary to a specific thing? Did you have that's less than 100%? I'm getting a no. Now, what I just asked was, for example, your, for example, your emotional boundaries, 100%, for example. Uh, and I'm talking to everybody now. But it's possible that your emotional boundaries are 100% on average, but is only 75% when it comes to your emotional boundaries with mass consciousness or with Mother Earth or with your sister. Okay, so you can get 100% boundaries, but it's uh, much more uh, much more accurate if you specifically ask, you know, um, what different types of boundaries are not 100% with any particular issue or person or place or thing, anything you suspect, uh, because we're talking about averages here. So the average, your boundaries are 100% healthy. So we're going to check with Lorena. Now, uh, sometimes we don't have time to check all different possibilities, but just see, um, do you have any unhealthy boundaries with regards to your loved ones? I'm getting a no. Your home? Nope. Ghosts? No. Entities? Nope. Electronics? Nope. Microbiome? Nope. Okay, how many other things, people, places, or things, do you have at least one boundary that is not 100%? Hmm, getting no at the moment. How many before the call? I'm getting no. Okay. Is your extreme fatigue related to your boundaries? No. Okay. And how many causes of your fatigue do you have? One, two, one. So just one cause currently of your fatigue. Yes. Um, and that's related to not sleeping well. Okay, I'm getting a no on that, actually. So is that related to being parasympathetic dominant? Yes. Okay, I think we got this for you before, that your healing response, which is your autonomic nervous system going into relaxation mode. Let's ask, uh, what percent of the time are you in relaxation mode during the day when you're awake? 50, 60, 70, 80, 95. Wow, 95% of the time. So you are definitely parasympathetic dominant. And how long have you been parasympathetic dominant? More than a week. 2, 4, 8, 10. Okay, more than 6 months. No, Six, five. So five to six months, you've been parasympathetic dominant. Now, you could, you know, in the past been fatigued because you were burnt out, which is a different issue. But parasympathetic dominance is a form of healing. So um, is this optimal for you? No. Okay. So is it too long to be in parasympathetic? Yes. Okay. And do we need to know why? Yes, we do. Is it in the guides? Uh, yes. Okay. So why is your healing response taking so long? Guide one, guide two, guide two. Okay, I've got guide two up, haha. All right, uh, guide two, column A, B, B, even, yes, two, four, six. Okay, dimensional. Okay, we get to the dimensional. So there's a positive dimensional morphic field you need. Yes. Is it related to dimensional fascia, multiverse fascia, connections, positive dimensional energies? Okay, so you need some sort of positive dimensional energies. Yes. Um, does your guide team know which ones are needed? Yes. Okay, great. Um, do you have an automatic morphic field that uh, downloads positive dimensional energies to you whenever they're available and you could use them? No. Are we allowed to download that to you, that particular one? 
that will automatically do that? Yes. And will that work for you? Uh, yes. Do you need to ask for these positive dimensional energies every day? I'm getting a no. Okay. So you can go ahead and um, do this for yourself, Lorena, and everybody else can do this too if you'd like. So follow along. I now command these positive dimensional energies, which are for my highest and greatest good, be downloaded and activated in me and all versions of me in the highest and best way with grace and ease. Thank you. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and create that, uh, what we call an automatic alignment activator, or you could call it an auto-heal alignment activator. So we now command uh, that this automatic alignment activator be downloaded and activated in you, Lorena, and everyone else, where it is for the highest and greatest good, to automatically download the positive dimensional energies to you immediately as they are available, and it's for your highest and greatest good now and in the future. And anything preventing that, be healed too, if allowed by source. Thank you. Okay, so let me double check. Do you have these new alignment activators now related to positive dimensional energies? Yes. Now, the reason I did this one um, of the what we call triple A's, okay, the VIP uh, team and I have been you know, working on the triple A's for a while, uh, is because one needs, to, supposedly, uh, my understanding is one needs to have a power level of 10 uh, in terms of the Topican um, healing power levels in order to uh, create those. Or, have the, or command the God team to create those, something like that. So, so that's why I did that one. Uh, so we're still working with uh, these automatic alignment activators and uh, doing some testing on them and seeing if they're helpful, not helpful. If they, you know, sometimes they, you know, uh, don't always stay 100% because there's something else we need to know. <laughs> and then we figure that out, and then they pop up to 100% again. So at least, hopefully, that'll help you, Lorena. Uh, to feel better. Uh, so you do not have to stay in parasympathetic. So just so you know, your fatigue is due to profound healing response that just doesn't quite end. So if you have some these positive dimensional energies, hopefully that will help it um, end faster so that you can get that sympathetic nervous system back up and running so it's more balanced, so you're not constantly in healing mode. So let's just check uh, um, how many imbalances do you have in your biorhythms? Mm, getting zero at the moment. Okay, so I guess we're not going to go there. Okay, yeah. So, Lorena says, I've asked for positive dimensional energy so many times before. Yep. And as we ascend, there are new ones available and new ones to help us integrate the ascension energies into our physical bodies. So, as we ascend, there's just going to be new ones that crop up that are positive and necessary and helpful. So, just so you know, it's it's an ongoing issue. So just like I said before, like brushing your teeth, you know, it's something like, yeah, it's new stuff. Um, and then we don't have to be upset that, oh, I've done it before. Why do I have to do it again, you know, because eh, it just is what it is. Um, okay, so let's see here. Let me just go back to the phone lines and check in. Uh, who's next? Okay, we're going to start at the bottom again. So this one, no, this one, this one. Okay, so this might be a Skype caller. I can't tell the number here because I just get a whole bunch of ones. So, who's this? It is a Skype call. It's Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Okay. So, uh, uh, what do we? You're welcome. Uh, well, source picked you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what do yeah. we have today? What question do you have? I am wondering if um, my increased fatigue has got anything to do with boundaries. Mm. 
yeah, let's check. So before the session um, or before the call today, how many of your boundaries were less than 100% to anything or anyone or any place? More than... Okay, so I'm getting 2%. Okay, so which which boundary is it? Physical, mental, emotional? Yes. Spiritual, energetic, dimensional? No. Emotional? And to how many different things? One, two. Okay, so two things. So your emotional boundaries with these two things, people, places, or things, are not 100% prior to the session or prior to the radio show. Yes. Okay, do we need to know what they are? Nope. Okay. Was that uh, something that's related to, you know, your expansion or ascension? Yes. Was it related to anything you did wrong? Nope. Was it related to an imbalance? Nope. Okay. Is it related to a positive morphic field you need? Yes. Okay. Is it the same as Lorena? You need positive dimensional energies? No. Something else? Yes. Is this something else that's already in the guides? I'm getting a yes on that. Both of them uh, need this? Yes. Okay. So uh, let's see how healthy was the last boundary or the boundary that's the least happy of these two, uh, 50, 60, 70, 80, 1, 2, so not bad. So 82% healthy boundary was the least healthy, healthy emotional boundary to one of these two people, places, or things, and we don't need to know who they are. So you need uh, in column A, B, C, B, B, even odd, odd, 1, 3. Okay, so that's the emotional row for Topican guide number 2, so that's positive energies to download. Is it on the left side of the chart or the right? Right. Is it the newest morphic field of self-discipline? No. Self-responsibility? No. Self-reliance? No. Self-fulfillment? Yes. Uh, actually, there's been quite a few people that have wanted this one. It's a brand new, more evolved version of the self-fulfillment morphic field that you already have. So do we need to know more? Uh, nope. Okay. So let's go ahead and ask your guide team to download and activate that in you, and let's uh, do that for everyone else on the call, if allowed by source. And uh, I'm going to ask guide team to let me know when it's done. I'm getting a yes. Okay, so you do have that self-fulfillment field. Uh, yes. Is there any other reason why any of your boundaries of any type are not 100% right now? I'm getting a no. Yeah, so that's just one we needed to know about, but... So um, how many boundaries do you have now that are less than 100% everything or, or anything or anyone? Okay, I'm getting a zero at the moment. And is your fatigue related to unhealthy boundaries or boundaries less than 100%? I'm getting a no for that. So is there some other reason for your fatigue? Yes. Is it related to what it was like for Lorena being in a parasympathetic response? Yes. Uh, are you parasympathetic dominant? Yes. And how long have you been parasympathetic dominant? More than a year, less than a year, more than six months, five, four, three, two. So three to four months. Um, and how many issues are causing that still? More than ten issues, nine, eight, seven, six, six issues. Okay, so what I just did for uh, Cassandra, for everyone else that's listening on the call, is I did what I call it kind of like the countdown healing, for lack of a better term, is we just count down how many issues there are because sometimes we don't really need to know what they are. They'll just go ahead and heal, but we just have to acknowledge them. So uh, so we have six issues, and are these issues um, negative things we need to address to release? No. Are they positive morphic fields you need? Yes. And are any of the six things you need to know from source? Uh, I'm getting a no. So they're all positive morphic fields that you need right now or that could, you could use. Uh, yes. So do we need to know what any of them are? Uh, nope. Okay, we don't. So as your guide team to go ahead and download and activate all six of these positive morphic fields, whatever is now available, 
for you in the highest and best way. And let's just ask, do you have an automatic alignment activator that uh, knows to all automatically download the positive morphic fields, the most evolved version to you automatically? Yes. And um, how long generally does that take to occur? Like does it take uh, a day, two days, three, four, five, six, seven? Okay, so it takes about seven days in, if you don't specifically ask for it. I'm getting a yes. Uh, is that as fast as it can go? I'm getting a yes. Okay. Uh, is it possible that that will be faster in the future? Yes. Uh, with, you know, ascension? Yes. So right now it will take you seven days, what we just did, in a matter of seconds. Is that true? I'm getting a yes. Okay, that's because we're being very, very specific. Um and that's that you know that whole experience with asking questions and knowing what to ask and you know experience that kind of thing. So does Ascension Two, which is my healing all-in-one uh, MP3, does that already have these energies infused into it? I'm getting a yes. So if you were using that, which you are, I know you are. If you're using that every day, yeah, would it still take seven days to download all of these? No. Okay. Even if you didn't know you needed them, yes. How long would it take then? One, two, three. Okay, three days. So it would have taken three days. <laughs> a little better than seven. So in other words, <laughs> yeah. you already have the 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 you already have the commands there to automatically download the positive morphic fields that you need. It's already existing, but it takes a little longer that way. Um, when you listen to Ascension 2 at the same time, it's shorter. It looks like it's less than half the time. And then, of course, if you already know what it is and can call that out then it's even faster. So in this case, seconds uh, versus three days versus seven days. And, um, yeah, there may be something else to figure out in three days from now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, what else you need. Um, but maybe you could just, you know, ask for that, use your internal muscle testing or whatever, just to see if that's the case. Or just ask if you're, some, you know, still parasympathetic dominant because that's, yeah. Um, mostly what's going on with your fatigue is that just in that profound healing mode. But it's not really a functional place to be all the time. It's great when you're sleeping. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, very great if you're it's great if you're practicing meditation, but uh, maybe not so great for, you know, doing stuff. For the rest of the time, no. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah. uh, has there been a lot of updates uh, on all the positive fields lately? Is that why I've been getting so tired? Because I haven't been able to keep up with it, or is it the well, I think that your autonomic nervous system is um, sensitive. Um, so let's just check your autonomic nervous system, which is the the three branches: the enteric, the sympathetic, parasympathetic. How happy and balanced it is: fifty, sixty, seventy, one, two. Yeah, so it could be better. So seventy-two percent balanced right now. So do we need to know why it's not balanced? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. All right, so maybe for you, the money, uh, you know, where the money is, is asking how happy your on how happy and balanced your autonomic nervous system is, mm-hmm. and then going from yeah. there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. is it guide one, two, three, two, A, B, even two? Cosmic energies are needed. Yes. Uh, some sort of grid. Nope. Do we need to know what kind of cosmic energy? Yes. Earth planetary. Uh, planetary. Is it you in this timeline that needs this energy or you in another timeline that needs this energy? Yes. So is it uh, the planet Earth or a different planet? Different planet. Okay, so that other version of you needs this planetary energy? Yes. Okay, we have to go ahead and go ahead and download and activate that now. 
So how long would that have taken if we didn't ask for it today? More than a day, two, three, and you listen to Ascension too regularly. One, two, three, yeah, again, three days. So three days. So that's the God team to go ahead and download and activate that. And you or anybody else that needs that right now? Do you have that now? Yes. How optimally balanced is your autonomic nervous system now? 70, 80, 90, 100. Okay, at the moment, 100%. Are you still parasympathetic dominant at this moment? Okay, I'm getting a no, interestingly. Okay, so not at this moment. Maybe you'll have a burst of energy <laughs> in a little <laughs> while. That'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah. All right, so, so let me know how that works for you. You're welcome. I will. Thank you. Okay, so let me just check. Um, yeah, so Lois says, I think I'll use this call to check my parasympathetic nervous system again. Yeah, that is a good idea. Okay, uh, Venny says, I would like to know what healing type I am. Yeah, that's really, I find that really important because then you know what level of responsibility you have. And it explains a lot um, of, of of things happening in your life. So are we allowed to know for you? Yes. What healing, t- well, actually, uh, let me check. Uh, how how many souls do you have right now? One, two, one. Okay, what healing type are you? One, two, three. Yes, I'm getting a three. So you're healing type three. So you do have responsibilities to heal, uh, not just yourself, but for others as well. It could be your culture. It could be, you know, the world, Mother Earth, planets, that kind of thing. Are we allowed to know what you're responsible for healing? Yes. Is it people, beings, yes, humans, yes, non-humans, humans, uh, women, men, women, okay, women, okay, women of any particular age group, any particular uh, personality type, no, any particular problem, yes, women with a certain problem. Um, okay, so sometimes that takes a little while to figure out. So let's just say, would it be for high school it's good for us to problem problem shoot what this is today? Okay, I'm getting a no. Okay, so just so you know, that you are here to, as you heal yourself, you are actually helping other women heal. So think about the specific, any sort of specific problems that you've had in your life. Maybe it's an empowerment issue. Uh, maybe it's, you know, um, sensitivity. Maybe it's saying no. Maybe it's um, women with some sort of trauma or something like that. Or anything that maybe resonates with you. And you can just muscle test and see if that is who you're serving. Um, it doesn't mean you necessarily have to go and treat them like a healer, but it just means as you heal yourself, you're setting up positive blueprints to allow all those similar types of people to also heal too. Okay, so let's see. So Mel says, can you do some parasympathetic balancing for you too? Yes. So let's see. Is uh, is your autonomic nervous system, how happy is that? 18, 95, 6, 7, 8, 9. Okay, right now it is. So I guess it did receive that last healing because about 98% um, balance now. So that's pretty cool. Okay, so let me just see. So what's next? Do the chat or the phone? Phone. Uh, top half, bottom half, top half. So we're going to count from the top now. Again, if you're just listening in, we're doing many healings and readings. And the guest call number is 818-514-1190. You can hit 1 so I know your hand is up. And we'll ask source if it's uh, for the highest grace good to unmute you in this particular show. Just know that even if I don't pick you, that whatever positive energies and healing is done today will also be received by you if you're open to it. So let's see. Is it this one? This one, this one, this one, this one. Okay, so who is area code 717? I'm getting a yes for you. Hello? 717, area code? 
I hear something on the other end. Hello. I'm sorry. I had you on mute. Mm-hmm. Um, is this Tina? Hello there. If you, could, if you could look and see what um, might be in my field for making me tired. So you're tired too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, and how long have you had this kind of tiredness? Um, actually, I don't know as much as tired. I've been feeling really like, like when my daughter was talking to somebody on the phone to the other day, I started feeling like really strange and my energy started like I, I, I felt like I almost wasn't myself. And it, it just oh, keeps okay. on happening a lot, which I don't know. That's more yeah, like so maybe you were doing, like you were sensing something that wasn't yours. Mm-hmm. So that's a good place to start. All right, so let's check in. So this episode of Feeling Very Strange, um, were, was this related to any of your boundaries or unhealthy boundaries? No. Was that related to your empathy or empathic gifts? Yes. Okay. Which, uh, is it like physical, mental, emotional, emotional, spiritual, energetic, dimensional? Okay. Emotional? Okay, yeah, so... So in this case, your um, empathy or empathic nature was tapping into the emotions. Are we allowed to know who or what? Yes. Was it related to your daughter? No. Who she was talking to? Yes. So whoever she was talking to, even if you don't know who that is, you're feeling into some of their stuff emotionally. Okay. And um, are these energies still in your energy field? I'm getting a yes. Um, is that appropriate for them to be there still? No? Okay. So so what um so so you have one hundred percent healthy emotional boundaries, yes, to everything, everyone, every place. I'm getting yes. Was that prior to the call? Yes. Okay. So why do you still have energy stuck in there then? Is that because you're responsible for processing them? No. Are you processing them? No. You're resonating with them? Uh, yes. Okay, so there's something in you that's resonating with those energies. So even if you have healthy boundaries, that resonance seemingly amplified whatever was already in you. Let me double check if that theory is true. I'm getting a yes. So how many emotional resonances does this constitute? One, two, one. Okay, so there's one emotional resonance that uh, whatever they were going through is still in you. Is that something that needs to heal in you? Yes. Okay. And if that were the case, would you be able to let go, even if you were to feel other people's stuff, would you be able to easily let go of it from your field? I'm getting a yes. Okay. Do we need to know what that emotional resonance is? I'm getting a no. You probably could guess, right, if you knew who was on the other line and what they were going through. Can you? Um, uh, is there some, is there some... It's thought. I don't know. But, and that's what's confusing because there was two different friends you talked to, and I wasn't sure which one. Both of them sort of. Do you know the one. names? The first names? Yeah, yeah. Um, Isabel is the one, and Jenna is the other. Okay, it's the second one. The second person. I'm getting a yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has a lot of. She's been abandoned by her parents, and a lot of issues that sort of. And, I do. I do sympathize with her a lot. It seems. Yeah. Well, let's. I, I, I just pulled up the emotion code there. chart. Let's just actually see which one this is. So we would like to know what the emotional resonance is that you have with her. Um, is it in the emotion code chart? Yes. Okay. Column A or B? B. Even yes. Two four four. Okay. So 
Is it depression, frustration, indecisiveness, panic? So it's panic. So that's the emotional resonance that I'm getting. Um, it might not feel like that, but eh, that's just what it I'm does. getting. It does feel like that. So panic. So there was some sort of um, panic uh, that resonated for you with whatever was going on in her. So we'll go ahead and ask, uh, do you need to, let's ask, does your God team need an upgrade? No. Does your God team fully 100% truth, love, and light? Yes. Okay, great, fantastic. Okay, so we asked your guide team to go ahead and release that all versions of panic from you and all timelines where you exist in the highest and best way. Let me know when that's done. I'm getting a yes. Okay, great. Do you still have that emotional resonance? I'm getting a no. Okay, so so just take a deep breath and then let us know right now whether or not that feeling is still with you. As we, as, actually, as we were talking, my spine and my lower and my back, I could feel movement in it. And I just feel, mm. I feel some kind of like release going through my body. So I sure hope it helps. Cause I've just been so feeling extremely off. And I knew, I thought there was something to do with, cause it seems when my daughter comes around, she hangs out with this girl a lot and I love her mm. so much. And I try, and I think sometimes I, there was something I knew that I've always said there's something, a connection or something that I couldn't understand. <laughs> Yeah, so the great thing to do is um, this is where we can use our our superpowers in a a wonderful way, and that is to, for example, if you know this girl has you know has issues, is is you feel for her, things like that. One of the things you can do is actually because you know her to some extent, you can actually picture her healthy, happy, well adjusted, um, and just keep picturing her that way and thanking the universe, you know, for creating that uh, scenario, and that way you add positively to her ability to manifest happiness and whatever um, also makes you feel good. Yeah. I was alone at 12 years old raising myself, and she's sort of in the same position. So I think that's why it seems that we both Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. And, um, yeah, so so do do you have my Ascension 1 and 2, um, Tina? No, I don't. I still... I've been trying to get money together so that I can get. I want. I even wanted to come to your um, thing next weekend, or, but I've been begging my boyfriend to see if I could get money from him to so I go. So I haven't given up yet. I'll find a way. Okay. Time. Oh no, it'd be wonderful, wonderful to see you for sure. And you know, no pressure. There's always, there's always time. There's always, you know, a, a way. Um, yeah. You can picture yourself there, well, whether in this I, year or another. Yeah, we don't but, want it to well, be I stressful, to, you know, for people. Um, but the, uh, but actually, uh, actually, I'll make an announcement now because um, um, my um, uh, I just got word a couple of days ago that from Heartache to Joy is going to replay the interview that I had with Aram related to the advanced entity and ET clearing. That was one of the most popular interviews that they've ever had, I think. Um, so what they're going to do is they're going to open up the uh, the discounts again for that uh, particular uh, call. So compared to you know what what the, the current you know pricing is for our, for those three packages, um, they're gonna kind of roll that back to the other pricing. So if you're on their mailing list, um, you can actually have a listen. It's going to be on Thursday, so 30th. Yeah. So yeah, I think like the essential one and two, like that first package A is like ninety nine dollars. 
Um, so we don't sell that for that low anymore. But, um, you know, because of my contract with them, if they want to do a replay, you know, we, we kind of roll the pricing back to what it was previously. And then they have a limited number, yada, yada, you know, that they right. accept, you know. So just so you know. So, again, no pressure. Yes. Um, well, I had to yeah, but I'm my sister. Yeah, well, let's just stay connected. You're on, the, you're on the so Facebook I'm, group, right? Yes, yes. I told her to listen to you because she's having problems with entities with her patients. She works with elderly mm. and is an occupational therapist. I said, you have to listen to Dr. Karen. Maybe oh. she can help you. And I, I said, maybe you uh, and I can go to her thing, her superpower. <laughs> so I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so fun. That would be so great. Yeah, well, and for Thank people so that much. are therapists and healers, oh, you're welcome. Um, we recommend, like, the free clearing sprays to the lightwarriorsupport.com. Get, you know, download the free healing spray formula. You can charge your own water with it and make your own spray. And, and uh, when I see patients in the office, um, I have my assistant actually spray the the entire office, um, I think, every week. And then every the room every uh, after every patient. So so that, so that the clearing spray then really clears whatever residual energies. Yeah, and she can spray herself, too, and then drink the water, too. Yeah, she was saying that the one... one one looked like you couldn't even her eyes were black. She said she felt that the lady was being possessed by something that, and she asked if it was. She said as she was going around the corner, she said, "If you were the ringleader, look at me when I go around the corner." And she said the patient just like snapped her head, and the patient normally won't even look at her. And she said she felt it through her body. Now she's just waking up to her abilities, mm-hmm. and she knows she can heal with her hand because she did that with horses. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. not sure, like she doesn't know about this stuff. So I told her, listen to Dr. Taryn, and she can sort of help you understand a little bit. Yeah, actually really great. She thought it was evil and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really great to to have you know her to have you as as a resource, and uh, absolutely because she's just waking up, and because she's in a clinical setting and is a licensed healthcare practitioner, it's even more important for her to you know understand and know these things because of the people she'll connect with and contact. I find a lot of people right. that so-called are possessed or things like that actually will recognize uh, light warriors before the light warriors know who they are. And that's the mm-hmm. time where they try to sometimes take advantage of them if their boundaries are down or they don't know who they well, are, they don't know happening. their soul mission. Yeah, so then yeah, they're – but other times they're scared of them too. Like they want to get out of there because they're like, right. uh-oh, you know. <laughs> Well, there's something like, oh, her boundaries with my mom, and her, she's she's very, getting very controlling over all of us. Like, and I think there's just something connecting or attacking to my sister that she's not aware of yet. And yeah, we'll sometimes figure it out. the universe, the universe will orchestrate situations. Sometimes it's not the most pleasant, but sometimes we'll orchestrate right. situations that will push us towards understanding and acknowledging who we really are when we're not there okay. yet. So it's happened to me, though, I'm sure, because that's what's happened to her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's everyone well, hold the space that Tina and her sister and can come to the event. <laughs> yeah, All right, I will. You. Lots of love. Bye. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Okay, so I think we have time for another one. Let me just check the chat here for a little bit here. Okay, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Okay, so Anna says, hi, Anna. Okay, my name is Anna Carolina. Uh, after married, Anna Marino, can you help me? Know my soul mission in this life, please. Okay, so let's 
to see here, um, and let me just get the full mission matrix back up here. This is in Topican chart three. And by the way, at the event, we're uh, we're not only going to go through the soul mission matrix, we're also going to go through the soul experience template too. And uh, that is still being solidified, um, all the different words we're using there. So not only are you going to find out like what are you here for in great detail, uh, if you're allowed by source to know the great detail, but also what you ask to experience in this lifetime. So your soul mission and your soul experience is different so, for example, my soul mission, uh, one of my soul missions previously was protecting Mother Earth. Now, I've done that, believe it or not. So, uh, I'm on to a different mission. But um, So, it was protecting Mother Earth. Uh, that was one of my missions. And um, But my soul experience template is, um, I'll, uh, let's see, is compassion, experiencing compassion, experiencing being a hero, was two of the three. I can't remember the third one at the moment. I think it was empowerment or something. Anyway, so it's to to experience those things in, while in a human body, which is different from my mission, which was protecting Mother Earth. So we're going to actually go through both. But for you, let's see, are we allowed to know? Yes, soul mission. Are you a being mission, doing mission, being mission? Okay, things are much simpler for you. So at this moment, you have a being mission, Anna, Carolina. So is it written on the soul mission matrix? Yes. Top half, bottom half. Okay, let's start at the bottom of column A. Are you here to resonate the frequency of compassion, openness, connected, awareness, power? Oh, interesting. Power. So you are here to be the energy of empowerment or being powerful. Yes. So I don't know, you know, I don't know you well enough, uh, but uh, I can imagine that sometimes um, you might be like, what, me, little old me, <laughs> being powerful, that's my job, you got to be kidding me, you know, uh, but yeah, that that is your job, and so it doesn't actually matter what you do per se, like you can be uh, resonating empowerment as a janitor, as a teacher, as a landscaper, as an artist. Like there's so many different options available to you because your job is actually to resonate the frequency in your energetic body, in your spiritual body, you know, resonate the frequency of power and empowerment. As you resonate this morphic field through you or around you, those that are connected to you will also get a taste of that empowerment as well. And you help heal people just by being who you are. Not what you do, but being who you are. Hope that makes sense. I know this is really quick to to share this with you. We're going to go through more details and answering questions for folks that, um, you know, live on the Supercharge Your Healing Powers program in uh, next not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, but that's the long and short of it for you is your job is to be powerful. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Chat. Okay, we've got to go back to the phones now. So it's a source. Top half. Okay, oh, top half. Okay, so this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Is that true? Yes. Okay, so I'm getting area code 414. Hello. Who's this? Hello. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Dr. Kim. What can we do for you today? Um, I just, I was in a relationship for over a year, and, like, something came up this past weekend that I suggested possibly moving on to him. 
but I have a lot of fear of hurting him, and okay. I don't know what that's about. Okay, so like, this I want is to be strong in my You're decision. feeling like you want to break up, and that you're worried or concerned. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and so, well, I think that's natural to be concerned for the other person. Uh, but are you thinking of the fears coming from something else or related to something else? Um, it, probably from the past, something happened when I broke up with someone. So I just don't want to repeat oh. that pattern. Like, I feel like I'm not living in my truth by saying what uh, I want out of fear I might hurt the other person. So right. I don't know if that has anything yeah. to do with boundaries or. Yeah. So let's check boundaries first. That's that's a good, uh, good explanation. Thank you. So let's check for you prior to the call today. Uh, how many types of boundaries did you have not 100% intact? One, two, just one. Emotional? Yep. Okay, that's the most common. And um, so what are your emotional boundaries with this person right now? Uh, 100%? Yes. Okay, so what was it prior to the radio show? 50, 40, 30, 20. Okay, 20%. So your emotional boundaries with this person was 20% happy, and now it's 100% happy. Is that true? Uh, yes. Okay. Now here's the thing. How do you keep it happy, right? <laughs> so let's ask, uh, are we allowed to know what uh, you need in order to keep all your boundaries, especially emotional boundaries, happy? Yes. Okay. Do you need to know who you are? No. Okay. Is it something that's in the charts? Yes. Chart one, chart two, chart three. Okay. I'm getting chart one, actually. So, of course, I didn't open that one yet. So let's open chart number one, Topican Healing Guide number one, which is basically looking at imbalances and blocks and then healing those. So how many issues do you have related to your boundaries not being or staying happy? One, two, nope, just one thing. Is it in column A, B, or C, C, even or odd, odd? Row one, nope, three, yes. So row three, column C, is the emotional row has to do with uh, do you have anti-positive morphic fields or do you just have emotional baggage that has not cleared yet? I'm getting yes for emotional baggage. Um, Is it a trapped emotion or a heart wall or psychic trauma? Okay, I'm getting yes for the psychic trauma. Okay, so if we release the psychic trauma, you're more likely to have healthier boundaries with this person or other people in the future. I'm getting a yes. So how this works with psychic trauma, I'm going to go to the emotion code chart now. So the emotion code is from Dr. Bradley Nelson, in case you're not familiar with it. And um, you can get a free copy of this ebook as well. Um, I think the website, well, they were trying to fix it. But if you go to my website, karencan.com forward slash emotion code book, all one word. Yeah, I'm familiar with the book. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So let's see, how many of these trapped emotions do you have in the psychic trauma? One, two. So there's two emotions. Let's see what they are. First one, A, B, even, two, failure, helplessness. Okay, so number one's helplessness. What's the second one? Column A, B, B again, even, odd, odd, one, three, confusion, defense, grief. So we got helplessness and grief. Okay, so those are the psychic traumas. Yes. Is it related to breakups or abandonment or betrayal or family issues? Family. Is this psychic trauma inherited? Yes, it is. Is this yours? Nope. Does this belong to mom or dad's side? Dad's side. Um, how many generations? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. About nine generations. Wow. Okay. Do we need to know more? Nope. Okay. Let's go ahead and release it. Go ahead and repeat after me. Uh, Amy, I now command. I now command. This psychic trauma. This psychic trauma. Be released from me and all my ancestors. Be released from me and all my ancestors. 
in the highest and best way. Thank you. In the highest and best way. Thank you. Okay, so let's just check. Do you still have the psychic trauma? No. Okay, any other susceptibilities for you to have unhealthy boundaries with this person or anybody else? I'm getting a note at the moment. And what proportion of the fear-related issues are related to feeling other people's stuff? 50, 60, 70, 18, 95, 6, 7. Yeah, you were pretty much right. So most of the issue had to do with, you know, if you break up with this person, the person feels hurt or pain or anger, then you end up feeling that coming at you, (laughs) even if it's not meant to hurt you or anything like that, but you feel their stuff and it's very painful. So a lot of times we say yes when we know because we don't want to deal with other people's emotions because it's so challenging. But hopefully with these boundaries being healthy at this moment uh, and healing that psychic trauma, you won't have to, you know, Good luck. <laughs> what I can oh, say. I totally appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Okay, Makes so you so much. You. Uh, just... Oh, sorry. Whoops, I cut you off there a little bit. But I'm glad you feel a little bit more empowered, um, and thank you for calling in. So our time is just about up. Um, I won't be able to answer everyone's questions, unfortunately, and some folks on the chat have uh, asked for a couple more things. So, um, so we try to stick to, like, one uh, you know, per person. <laughs> uh, but uh, again, if you are toying with the idea of coming and seeing me live, um, superchargerhealing.com is where you want to go. Check out that event coming up in a week and a half. Um, we still have a few spots left, and I would absolutely love to work with you uh, in person. It's going to be so much fun. So I'm going to go ahead and close the call. Now, command it all healing, be integrated and grounded with ease and grace in the highest and best way. For this and all the blessings, we give her thanks and gratitude. Thanks, everyone. Look forward to um, next month where we do another mini healing show. And in the meantime, um, check out uh, our schedule for the radio show next week when I interview Dr. Dennis of LifeWave talking about spiritual alchemy. Yay! All right, guys, lots of love. Bye for now. <laughs>